DJ PK and Bob Casper joins us once again. Bob, good morning. How you guys doing? It's springtime in April. Yeah, it's uh, the weather's all over the map. We're not <laughs> we're not sure when we have golf weather. We got to look out the window. Sometimes we have yeah. it. Sometimes we don't. Well, it's been nice weather, you know, the last few days, but uh, you know, it's a little chillier now, but. Things are beautiful in Augusta right now. They are expecting some rain, like maybe Friday or Saturday, thunderstorms and stuff. But the golf course is in pristine condition, and uh, everybody's talking about how great it is to be there in April again. So did they change the course up at all? There's not much that they've changed with the golf course. Um, We would have seen that last November. Um, But uh, the golf course is definitely playing a little bit faster um, in, in April because it's had that whole growing season of the overseed. Um, it was a little softer in November because of the newer grass that was coming in and they have to, you know, they had to keep it a little bit, um, moister to allow that grass to grow, to get ready for April. So, um, definitely golf course playing faster. Greens are a lot firmer and faster right now. And, uh, and it's early in the week. So, uh, expect things to get more difficult as they as the week progresses. The idea of being hot going into this tournament has always intrigued me. Now, being hot doesn't necessarily mean you won uh, the last week or in the last month, right. but that you've been playing well. And the reason why I bring that up is because Jordan Spieth, who we re- we were ready to anoint the next whomever three or four years ago, and then he went into a funk. He's been playing well. Now, he literally did win this most recent tournament here the other day. So I'm wondering, how much do you buy in the idea of playing well? Because I was talking to Mike Weir, and you go back to when he won in 2003. He buys into that theory because of the fact that he looked at himself, and he had won twice going into Masters yeah. Week, and he even brought up that when they brought in some potential winners for the pre-Masters press conferences, they didn't bring him in, and that ticked him off, and that's my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you if uh, if you feel like you get slighted a little bit, you get a chip on your shoulder, and, and Mike, you know, played phenomenally that week. Uh, the thing that was interesting about that week for Mike is um, – it rained a lot, and the golf course became really, really long, and it kind of equalized distance um, with the guys that kind of hit it shorter or more technical uh, technicians with their golf game and getting the ball in the fairway and going from point to point uh, all the way through the golf course. Mike was able to maximize on that and and was able to win because um, of the situation and, and how well he was playing that week and playing that year uh, so far, um, Jordan Spieth has played some phenomenal golf in, in his last, uh, what, six or seven starts. He's had a, a bunch of top tens, a bunch of top fives, and then just win just one last weekend at the Texas Open in San Antonio. And, um, you know, uh, he hadn't won until, uh, he hadn't won since 2017, um, and had gone through, like you said, PK that that slump um so to speak where um he said he just kind of he kind of lost it and lost his perspective but um but he's been able to right that ship and it all kind of started back in Phoenix when he shot 61 in the third round 
um, and had a chance to win. And then he was in another final round, um, uh, final group, and had another chance to win. And then uh, and then was able to get it done last week. So, um, I you know Jordan Spieth is playing some great golf. Um, this is a golf course where um, the first time he played it, he finished second to Bubba Watson. Then he won the next year, and then he finished second the year the year after that. So it's a golf course that he's had a lot of success on. Um, and uh, anytime you can be playing well and you have confidence coming in. Uh, to a major championship and coming into Augusta, um, you, it's it's going to bode it's going to bode uh, good play or good good confidence um, in your mind. Um, and I and I think you're exactly right. You need to be playing well. You need to be hitting it well and rounding into form when you come into the Masters. Bob, you're a very nice guy. You know that, right? I I am. You are because PK. <laughs> has gone at you a few times over the years. You've always rolled with it. And he name drops. I was talking to Mike Weir, and you just let it go. You don't take yeah. any shots at him. You don't have any – nothing. I talked to Mike Weir last Saturday, last week too. So <laughs> You yeah. didn't even try to top him. Nothing. You just no. rolled with no. it. That was, no. That was very no nice point. of <laughs> Okay, so this is uh, coming on the heels of just a really weird year, and there was a Masters just a few months ago. Yep. Uh, what does that mean for DJ when you practically just won it and you're turning around and playing it again? It's not that often. Maybe occasionally if at a U.S. Open is at Pebble Beach, I guess, or something like that. But it's not that often the guys play on tour on the same course this frequently and certainly not two majors. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, this one, you know, you played in November and five and a half months later you play it again in April, um, they just played, uh, uh, they just played in San Diego and, uh, we're going to see them playing in San Diego again in June. So, uh, a couple of the majors this year, um, you've had repeat performances in, in just a few short months. So, um, I think one of the things that really benefited DJ last, you know, November with the masters is that, um, the golf course did play a little bit slower uh, the balls were holding in the fairway better. You're not not getting as much rollout, um, and he had a great putting week. And because of that, he shot 20 under par and and kind of lapped the field, um, broke the scoring record, that kind of thing. I think this Masters is going to be a lot different. Um, the greens are going to be firmer. I think you're going to see scores under or under 10 under par. Um, and anytime that happens, you're going to have to be uh, a little bit more methodical about how you play the golf course try to get not get yourself in positions where um it's going to be difficult to get up and down and as i've heard ben crenshaw say many many times when you get around the greens and when you get on the greens they can be very diabolical at the masters and uh, that's what we're seeing so far um in these practice rounds as guys are talking about the firmness of the greens and how fast they're rolling right now so i think that's going to um, play uh, a big part of who we see as a Masters champion this year. So when I was talking to Tom Weisskopf, yeah, nice. <laughs> I played golf with Tom Weisskopf. See, that's it. Now you went right back at him and you topped him. See, that's more what I expected. That's yeah, exactly. Well, I was down at the Golf Hall of Fame with Gary Player, and we were putting. Well, I played golf with Gary Player too. 
<laughs> that a kid. Now, okay. this is the Bob Casper right. I expected. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, when I was discussing some things with Bernard Langer. <laughs> In German. Yeah. When did that happen? <laughs> No, I haven't. Uh, where's he's it as far as it goes with me? That's a, that's Good. about it. I don't. I don't. Mike's I don't a great guy. Connection. So. Uh, what's the fan situation going to be there? There is going to be limited fans. Um, I, I think they're thinking about eight to ten thousand per day on the golf course. Um, they're going to have to wear masks and you know exhibit as much social distancing as they can. But um, it's. It's been very selective of, of who they want to have on the golf course. They and uh, and you know eight to ten thousand is going to be it's going to be fun to have um, some roars and some claps um, as compared to what we saw in November with really um, like maybe four or five hundred on the golf course in a day. Media's cut cut short uh, again, just like it was last November. Um, and, uh, but I think the fan situation of the patrons, um, it's going to be awesome to have, you know, eight to 10,000 out and, and hear the, hear the claps and stuff. The golf course. Also, the other thing that's really, really cool is they've had a, a little bit of cool weather back there. So the azaleas and the flowers haven't quite popped yet. And, um, they're with the, with the warmth early in the week and that kind of thing. Um, I think it's going to be a really beautiful on television to watch. All right, it is time for our major championship draft. I got DJ at the Masters, so I'm on the board with a winner. We've all got a winner. Who's going to be the first to win their second major? I guess that's the drama. Bob, you are the guest. You get to go first. Who would you like to pick? I'm going to take Justin Thomas. He finished fourth in November, and he's trending the right, <clears throat> he's trending the right way and uh, just won the Players' Championship. So um, he's got a lot of momentum coming in here this week too so Justin Thomas is going to be my pick for the first one I don't like you Bob sorry I don't think you are All right, you're not supposed to win on back to back weeks but he's got momentum I'm going to go ahead and take Spieth that's a good pick you know he won he won in Hartford and then won the Open Championship Um, so I wouldn't put it past him if he if he uh, you know having won last week if he contended or had a chance to win again this week. I'd have taken JT if he's on the board, but you're not allowing that. Good work by you. All right, PK, who do you like? Oh, I've got a personal dilemma. Do I go with Kevin na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, or do I go with Kevin na-na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, or do I just draft Kevin? Nah. So I'm not going to go with him. Okay. I guess I'll go with uh, DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Okay, it's a good pick. Because when I was working with him on distance the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Even to, you know, he even mentioned your name, PK, in his, uh, in his interview, uh, pre-tournament interview just a few minutes ago. He said yeah. you, you helped him a lot. You're God. on the team. He was only right. hitting at about 4.30 off the tee, and now he's out there at 4.45. <laughs> so, yeah, PK, exactly. thanks for those 15 extra yards there. Hey, every <laughs> yard matters. <laughs> oh, funny. All right, Bob, second okay. round, who do you like? 
Uh, we should mention, for people who are new to this game, Tony Finau, uh-huh. local guy, who we all know, who we've all talked to. I saw his sister-in-law yesterday, blah, blah, blah. Oh, see, He's, DJ has to get in. You yeah, knew he was I did. Drop. I did. He saw his sister-in-law. Well, I just, saw, I just saw him last work. week on on Thursday at San, in San Antonio. So You win. Yeah. You win again. Yeah. All right, he's off the board because we all know and we all like him, and uh, we hope he wins, and nobody gets to take credit if he wins. So he's off the board. Yeah. All right, go yeah. ahead. Second round pick. Who Dustin do you like? Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. There goes DJ. Yeah, he, uh, you know, uh, there's only three guys that have won it back to back at the Masters uh, Faldo, um, Jack, and Tiger Woods, and maybe this will be the fourth Dustin Johnson. Okay, I'll take uh, John Rahm. Okay, that's a good pick. His wife just had a baby last week. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking that he's going to be a little sidetracked. Okay. So, um, so now are you going about... with Kevin Na? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just wanted to sing that, Bob. I'm supposed to be the you know crazy uh, guy, the the nuts okay. guy here, the the loose cannon, as they say. So. Man, I'm looking. I, I just there's so many guys to choose from, and you just don't know. It's sort of like you know, picking out of a, a bag here and wondering is that guy going to turn up? Because it could be. I think like there's probably 15 guys who can win it. So I'm just going to go with personal favorites. One that I root for, uh, Rory. That's good. That's a good pick. Rory's a good pick. He struggled a little bit this year, and his. Um... You know, with his with his game a little bit, he said. Now listen to this, and I thought this was very telling. Um, he said that um, by trying to gain more distance, yeah. after seeing what Bryson's been able to right. do, it's kind of thrown him off. And he's got a new teacher now too. So, and that yeah. was so insightful. We talked about that because normally you don't hear professional guys talk no. like that. Exactly. And he just brought exactly. it. He exposed himself, so to speak, and he just brought it brought it in a real sense, and I appreciated that from him. Yeah. All right, third and final round, Bob. This is it. Oh, okay, third and final round. Um, boy, I'm just going through everything. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one that, you know, he's our hometown kid, DJ, and I'm going to go Xander Shoffley. Ah, San Diego. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, um, PK's right. There's like there's a whole list of people now who – you know, who do you have a good vibe on? Um, Patrick Cantley. Yeah, that's a great pick. That's wow, a great you pick. usually really well disapprove of one of my picks. You've approved of all three. I'm a little worried. Yeah, yeah. it's a good pick. I like I it. I picked Cantley last time in November. I don't know if you remember, but uh, I, I did pick him. So I like him very much. Uh, I can't go with Kepka because – uh, he just got engaged, and uh, he's had some, was it knee issues? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, the dislocation, dislocated kneecap. Yep. Right, that right. And that seems like he's got a lot of things going on in his life right now. He's lucky that, to be here playing. So. Yeah, right. So I can't. I, I, I just don't know if I can go. Uh, i I got to see him on the course right now. So I guess I'll go with your pick. I'm torn between Reed and Morikawa, and I, I sort of relate to Reed in that nobody likes him. And that's... Does that mean nobody likes you? Well, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so is that your pick? Uh, I'm I'm torn between Morikawa and Reed. Okay. Uh, oh man, I guess I'll go Reed. Okay, good. All right, there it is. The draft is done. Bob, we will talk to you again Thursday, at which point the tournament will be underway. Sounds good. You're the man, Bob. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks for dropping a San Diego reference in. Never a bad thing there. You're the man. (laughs) All right, for those of you who don't know, Bob went to L.B. Allen Elementary. Look it up. (laughs) Like nobody knows that, (laughs) for those of you who don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Next school over from Sunnyside, where I went. So for those of you who don't know, on November 17th, when I was four years old, (laughs) I had turkey for lunch. What? (laughs) Look it up. Look it up. All right, it's time for UNA Masters Golf Giveaway. Be caller 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. Find out what player you'll get for this year's Masters Tournament. It's it's PK's first round draft pick. It is. Bryson DeChambeau. If he wins, you'll receive the same brand of driver. The dad player has in their bag. Call in now at 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-9663. You'll get Bryson DeChambeau. It's all brought to you by UNA Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971.